Welcome back to another message of biblical inspiration, motivation, and teaching from the Word of God. If this is your first time joining the Manna community, we encourage you to subscribe, let us know you're here, and how God has blessed you today. Also join us on the go with our Spotify podcast for continuous listening of God's motivation. How often do you look into the book of Revelation? There's a lot in there about death and dying, and many of us, even myself at one point, was a bit scared to read it. But I'm going to change that for you in the next few minutes. Though it's the last book in the Bible, no pun intended, it doesn't need to be the last book you study in the Bible. You see, some say that Revelation seems too vague and it's full of metaphors or it's just simply too scary to read about all the death and destruction there is to come. But these claims miss something that you won't miss today. It also says God will conquer death and hell. Praise God for that, because that's exactly what we're going to focus on in this message. While both opinions may have some elements of truth, they should not be allowed to discourage us from the great truths that God has kept inside this book. The book of Revelation reveals a lot about both the past, the present, and the future. You got to know that in the realm of God, there is no past or future. It's, it's just always present. So when John saw the revelation, there was a lot, and I mean a lot, to unpack. One of the first things was revealed to John on the island of Patmos is this person of Jesus. Jesus the Lord, who lived, died, and rose again, affirms his lordship over existences even as great as death and Hades, That's hell, if you didn't know. It's in Revelation 1, verse 17 and 18. Read along with me, right here on the screen. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Jesus reveals himself as the first and the last, and look, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what else could. He commands authority. He also reveals himself as the living one. Here's why I put that on the screen. If you didn't know, after he rose again on the earth, the Jewish authorities and the Romans, they tried to make a lie out of his resurrection. And some people, as you know, are still trying to do that same thing today. I stress this to let you know that even after he levitated from earth into the cloud, he didn't get lost, he didn't relax, he didn't cease from the earth. He went straight to the presence of the Father and is still living today. Not in a temporary state of rest or between worlds, and you know what I'm about to say next. He is alive forevermore and also has the keys of death and Hades. Now here's the meat. Walk with me here for a couple more minutes. He has the power over death. This death is not just an event, but it's an entity, an embodied entity with power. But Jesus lords it even over the death that you and I talk about. He is also lord over Hades or hell or the unseen world. This is the world of the dead where there is darkness and gloom, you know, that scary revelation stuff. Remember, brothers and sisters, Jesus went into hell after his death and snatched the keys of authority. 
If you find yourself getting excited right now like I am, good, because you understand that this means that if Jesus says you are saved and free, then that is what you are. It's only those who are condemned by sin that have their last place to be hell. But by the blood of Jesus, everyone who believes in him has passed from death to life. Jesus can give life because he is the master over death. You have nothing to fear, worry, or be scared of when it comes to the book of Revelation and death. All you have to do is to be found in Christ. He has all the authority to bring life and glory to you. And we're going to ask for that right now in this prayer. Jesus can, will, and wants to set you free from death and Hades. And if you want that too, let's get it right now. Jesus, you are the Lord and Master. You are my Master and Savior. You, Lord, have snatched the keys of death and Hades. You control the affairs of the realms that are seen and unseen. You have the power over my life to salvage me from the hands of death and destruction. Your word says in Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I die, and behold, I am alive forevermore and I have the keys of death and Hades. You are the first and last, Lord. You're the beginning of everything that was, is, and is to come. You are also the beginning of everything good in my life. I accept your lordship over the affairs of my life because it is in you that I have completion. You hold the keys to death and hell. You give life to whom you will, and I am thankful that you have willed to give me this life. You are the one who lives forevermore. Therefore, I know that I will always live forevermore with you. Lord, please give life to everything that is dead in my life. Please keep me in your love that I may not be a victim of death or hell. Because Jesus, you are the one who sits upon the throne. You are the faithful witness, the begotten from the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. You are the beloved of the Father. When you obeyed the Father, even unto death, he put you at a place of authority and gave you a name that is above every other name. As it says in Philippians 2 verse 9 through 11, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus, you are the exalted Father. You have received the reward for obedience with a position of authority and a name of authority. So in the name of Jesus, the exalted of the Father, I command every knee that stands against me to bow. I command every spirit that is in the heavenly realms, on the earth or under the earth, that has decided to make my life miserable, to be humbled. They will not prosper against me, because I come in the name of the Lord. No force originating from any realm that seeks to stand against me shall triumph over me, because I stand with Jesus. I am with Christ and in Christ. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and I hide myself in it. 
Jesus, you are the eternal life of God revealed to men. Whoever has your life in them will never die. You have the power to give life. Again, your word says, Lord, in 1 John 5, verse 11 and 12, and this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I have eternal life because I have believed in the Son. The Son of God gives me life that no one can take. He has the keys to death and Hades. So when he has decided to rescue me from their grasp, there is nothing they can do about it. I am reborn and restored in the name of Jesus. Eternal life is my portion. This life of God revives every aspect of my life. The life of God in me is the power of God at work in me. The eternal life of God is the presence of God that makes all things new. I can't have the life of God in me and not see progress or productivity in my works. I decree that in my spiritual work and assignment, I experience an increase. I speak life into every dying part of my spiritual walk. I speak life to bear fruits that glorify you, Father. I rejoice because I have the Son. My life is guaranteed not only in this present world, but in that which is to come. I have the everlasting guarantee of peace and safety no matter what the future may become. I am saved by God and restored into eternal life. I have the Son, and the life of the Son is the life I live. I triumph over every limitation that seeks to disgrace me. I overcome every attempt of principalities and rulers of darkness to wreak havoc in my life. Every plan of the enemy to frustrate my walk of righteousness and faithfulness to God is confounded in the name of Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I therefore sustain the abilities of God working in and through me. I thank you, Father, for the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.